Welcome, all you business geeks, to the Business Geeks Podcast. It's an entrepreneurial show where three friends geek out loud and proud on everybody's business. I'm Super Joe Pardo of superjoepardo.com and indiepodcasters.com. I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Jennifer Crawford, the, pa- the parent, the, the parent. co-founder, <laughs> yes, the co-founder of Sparent.co and Samantha Riley of SamanthaRiley.global. This week, we are discussing social media and whether it's good for our health or for our business. You know, there's definitely a little bit of mixture in there, especially in some of our businesses. And we have a who's getting our lunch money this week that includes lots of veggies. So... <sighs> Jen, how are you feeling? How's your vacation there? Obviously, you're not. Yeah, at home look at, at that. The moment. Yes, I am in a cabin in the middle of nowhere. So I'm. Um, I took a so, a social distance vacation. I guess. I, I mean, I've been like inside, like, like a lot of us, for like the past six months, and we finally decided, you know, we need to just get outside and do some hiking, get some fresh mountain air. So I'm in the mountains of Virginia. So if I'm a little more airheaded than normal, it's because of the elevation. It's different here. It's different. The air is, is so pure. The water comes from springs. There are wild ponies frolicking around. I mean, they're real wild ponies. It is a different world. But we've been, hey, Sharon, we have been hiking and, you know, climbing rocks and uh, just enjoying ourselves. So it's been a great, a great escape. Although I almost forgot that I was part of a podcast. but that's okay we reminded you that you were yes thanks sam and that you have a great team around you helping you get this podcast going so yes it's it's all i'm glad you're so grateful vacation thank Um, you and it's great that you have internet really seems seemingly stable internet i'm so Uh, surprised i we i mean i barely have internet if i just disappear you know why because it's very shaky (laughs) (laughs) very very shaky wi-fi i'm on right now Uh, i think it's awesome how's things in the future right now things still the the uh, things in the future future? uh, they are they're going well it's a beautiful tuesday here in australia i see you guys are able to like go out and like be amongst each other uh Mm -hmm. at this point right like it seems like all the states of australia we can get out except for victoria they're in stage four lockdown but the rest of us we're out and about i know they're doing it tough really yeah, tough yeah yeah i mean we, the only reason america's not doing it tough is because we're just kind of ignoring it <laughs> like looking the other way <laughs> okay it's not a big problem <laughs> yeah know. it kind of is right yeah it, it, i would say for yeah. somebody you know for certain people it is uh you know i i have uh at least two family members that have had it uh recently so you know, oh wow, it, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a very real thing. So anyway, yeah. So social media and yeah. the health, like the health it has on our effects. No, the effects it no. has on our health, <laughs> on <That's>, our mental <laughs> health. I think on our mental health rather than our physical health, where we, you know, if you spend well, too much on social media. Hold and, on, hold on. Okay, see, we're holding. My neck, we're holding. My, ne- my neck, my neck is gonna hurt, <laughs> and my thumbs. <laughs> Are going to start twitching because I'm just constantly going at it on the social medias. So we can be physical. I'm just saying. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't know we yeah, were covering yeah. that today. <laughs> I, I think to cover both physical and mental is beyond our capabilities. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna concentrate on social media and mental health. So Sam was kind enough to find some great videos on the topic, and we realized right away that it's such a great subject because we are, I always say, or I always say that I feel like I'm living two lives or I think we all are. We're living like our real lives, you know, with our you know, friends, family, in-person lives. And then we're living this life online, right? Where we have more control over how we present ourselves, whether that be, you know, you know, filters, that sort of thing. Um, the lady, what is her name? She's a social media expert, Bailey, Bailey Parnell, who's in this TEDx video. She calls it the highlight reels, right? Which we're all, we're all just seeing sort of the best of each other, how we've decided to frame our lives. And I think that leads to a lot of what I call compare and despair, right? We're, mm. we're constantly 
seeing other people's successes and vacations. Like here I am like from my little cabin in the middle of nowhere. I mean, that could cause somebody some anxiety because they're like, well, I'm not, why am I not in a cabin in the middle of nowhere? Um, <laughs> she uses that as like sort of an example. Like we're looking at other people and the cars they purchase and the houses they live in and, you know, the accomplishments of their children and the accomplishments in their business. And it's hard not to turn that around and compare it to our lack of vacations <laughs> and our lack mm -hmm. of accomplishments. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, I, I could, I completely understand why it could lead to some mental health issues. Yeah. Although she did break it down into four different stresses. And I think that it, each one has its own stresses and anxiety around it. And what I liked about it was her breaking it down so that we can understand it a little bit more because I think that what we really need to take out of this is that social media isn't the thing that causes the anxiety. It's how we actually interact with it. You know, it's like mm -hmm. saying that cars kill people. Well, only if someone gets into it drunk or speeds or, you know, drives badly. Uh, and social media is the same. It's how do we interact with it and how do we take responsibility for the way that we're using it? Yeah, Sharon says, shares that for me, it's not uh, it's not so much uh, the highlight reel, but the time and energy it zaps out of you, and it mm. can fly by really fast while you're playing <laughs> playing. You know, especially like you wake up in the morning and like I don't know about you, but like I check my emails real quick, like you know, jump <laughs> mostly deleting you know emails that I just want to see but don't need, and jump on social media to see like the first three or four things, and then if I'm not careful, I'll just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And then next thing you know, I'm seeing posts from three days ago. <laughs> I think, wow. yeah, you know, I think yeah. you and Sharon make a good point because I was thinking about this before this episode because I was looking at the research on depression as it's related to social media. And a lot of the studies, there's some really compelling statistics, actually very frightening statistics on the rate of depression um, and directly correlating with time on social media. But those studies are all with people younger than us. So Gen Z mm -hmm. and millennials, there have been a lot of social media studies relating to mental health, but that got me thinking, how is it affecting people that are a little bit older that maybe didn't grow up, you know, with social mm. media, but certainly are now really, you know, involved online and on various platforms. And I was thinking of the time suck issue, like, like how it's so easy just to realize you've wasted hours and hours of time and how that becomes sort of a negative cycle in itself, right? Mm. Or that we just we feel like we're doing something because we made a social media post and got some likes. Like we feel like we accomplished something in our business or our lives, but we didn't really accomplish that much. <laughs> yeah. so, I don't know. I think that it's different, right? Based on how old you are. Yeah, I agree. And I hadn't really thought about that, Jen, because I know that the way I use social media is very different to the way that the teenagers that I know, and I can only mm -hmm. talk about the teenagers that I know, and they will pick up their phone and interact with people all night. Yes. So, you know, they stay awake for ridiculous hours. Is the anxiety from the social media or is it from a lack of sleep? Like, I don't know. I think that they could play hand in hand. That's a good point. That is I, a very I, I, good point. That is a good point. I think that might be above our above our thoughts. Oh, like. absolutely. But I was just talking <laughs> no, no, what no. Ben was talking about because I do not go on social media all night. You guys know how early I go to bed. When I yeah, messaged you, know. you the last night, I'm, I'm like a nana. It's like nine o'clock. Good night. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you, Sam. I'm, I, I'm in bed at nine o'clock as well. One of the standout quotes that I wrote down from Bailey Parnell, the social media expert, is she said, it is not the dark side of social. It is the dark side of people. And I thought that was a really good point that I think it's very easy to say, oh, social media is causing depression and it's causing these issues. And but it's really the people, right, that are mm -hmm. causing it's the people on social media who are bullying or, you know, being antagonistic or making people feel less than. So and I don't know, I can't we can't solve this issue, obviously, but I think. Oh, no, totally. That, yeah, but I think uh, what, you know, Bailey pointed out is that, you know, really the first, you know, we're not going to be able to go, you know, abstinence of, on social media is not really practical. So it's in our mm -hmm. lives. It's here. It's here to stay. Mm -hmm. So she said the first step is to just recognize that there's an issue that it can affect your mental health. It can affect how you how you feel about yourself, your business, and it could have you know some detrimental effects and you mm. can avoid these. 
detrimental effects. Absolutely. Can we talk about the four areas that she brought up? Because I think that the, oh, four, yeah. er- the four areas yeah. are all quite different. And I think that if we understand them and understand how they're affecting us, then it's a lot easier to be aware and maybe yeah. change up what we're doing. Yeah. So th- the number one stressor she talked about on social media is the highlight reel, which we've just talked yeah. about. The, and the highlight reel, you know, this is a funny one for me because everyone says, you know, he talks about it as it's a bad thing. But I think, again, it's how we take it because, like you said, Jen, someone could think, oh, Jen's in a cabin and I feel really feel really bad because it's not me. Or the highlight reel can be, wow, it's really cool that Jen's taken some time in, out in her business. That, you know, that inspires me to maybe change up something in my business. I think the highlight reels, I like it. I like the highlight reel. Yeah, well, no, here's I the problem too. with the yeah, well, I like I do too because I think it's like putting something positive in the universe. But okay, so I'll probably post on social media when I get back because I don't like posting on social media when I'm away, like advertising them away. And you'll see like you know mountain views and wild ponies and all this stuff. But what you're not gonna see is you're not gonna see that our vehicle check engine light went on like right before we were gonna leave and we had to rush uh-huh. into the vehicle. You're not going to see me yelling at Thor because I wanted to turn around halfway through the hike because my feet were killing me and arguing about that in front of other people on the trail. <laughs> I did finish the hike. I don't know. I, I might want to see that. Yes. Yeah. I bring out the camera. Tell Thor to bring out the camera. So you, yeah, so you absolutely. Don't see. You don't see the the cabin down the way. Like it's not close to us, but just in the turn that has the, you know, Confederate flag. You're not, you're not going to see, yeah. you know, you're not going to see that the cabin is super cute, but it doesn't have air conditioning and it's like 80 degrees here. Um, you know, you're not, I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to see all that because I'm giving you the highlight reel, right? I'm not going to give you the, so I think that's the problem is that it's maybe not a real, it's not the full story. Yeah. It's, it's the yeah. very edited version. It's a very edited story. So what, you don't have I, I think it's okay right as long as you realize that. There's no air conditioning. I mean, I'm high oh, up on I'm like, I'm, would... I'm a cross breeze, but yeah, you have to kind of open the windows. It's fine. Wow. It's fresh fine. air. It's fresh air. Crazy. All, all fresh air. <laughs> we would have thought. It's, <laughs> it's all fresh air, but you have to keep the windows open at night. And we are like really isolated. And so I've read way too many like crime fiction books that I'm just yeah, like, we, we should not talk about that. It's not good for your mental health, Jen. Not good for my mental health. Every, every noise I hear, I'm like, is that somebody breaking into the cabin in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> but yeah, and I think as long as we realize like we're seeing the highlight reel, we're not seeing, you know, the real, the whole story because we're, we're all editing and showing the more positive things, which I don't think is bad. Like you said, I think it's no. good. Like yeah. I love see- I love seeing people's vacation photos. I love it. Mm. Love it. Totally. I love seeing people on vacation, having a good time. I just love it because they're always so happy. And I don't know. I feel like it's a little contagious. Like I feel like yeah. I went on the but one. I, and I think vacation. that's where, where we have to, yeah. you know, exactly what we we're talking about before, be responsible for the way we think about this because you know, I know that, and I know that all three of us are quite authentic and we don't just share the highlight rule. We share things sometimes that haven't gone quite right, or maybe, you know, some different perspectives that aren't always that, you know, a hundred percent happy, happy, shiny, positive, but mm-hmm. we don't want to be sharing the bad things all the time either, because it's just like, oh, you know, I'm sure you've seen people that are constantly whinging and complaining on Facebook. And it's like, Mm-mm, unfollow. <laughs> I don't want to see that either. Like, yeah. So you know, I think it's just about being authentic and always. I don't. I don't know. Being authentic and I was going to say put a positive spin, but then that's wrong as well because that's just my personality and that's authentic to me, not necessarily for other people. Yeah, well, I think there's a sense of inspiration that comes with that, right? Like I remember, uh, you know, sharing all the pictures of, of me going out running, right, every single day and all that, and having people reach out to me and be like, hey, you know, you're inspiring me to go out and go running or, you know, go see other, you know, parks and things like that. And I think it is up to the personal responsibility. I think that even when they are lowlights, it's still a highlight. If that's what you're choosing to share, like literally Uh Facebook could be called the highlight reel. And that's a new, there you go. There's a new social media platform that you could start up. That's free of charge. But you know, it's, it does help inspire other people to go and do the things. If people are feeling that way, well, then they should probably reach out for some like professional help, right? Like absolutely, there's plenty of opportunities for that. And 
you know, if, if it's really affecting you. But like to me, like the things I share is to inspire other people, whether it's running. Now, with that said, like I've been running for like the last like 15 days straight and I haven't shared a single picture about it. And f- funny enough, a friend of mine was like, you know, uh, I forget there was like a picture and a meme and he's like, is it even running if I don't share the picture? Like, is it even worth doing? Like, what's the point if I'm not going to share, you know, post a picture. So, but you know, it's up to that person for me. Like I just don't haven't had time because I'm not taking my phone anymore. I just take my watch. So Mm -hmm. there's no, I wish they would put a camera in the Apple watch, please. (laughs) (sighs) So that's the highlight reel. Let's talk about the the second stressor, social currency. I think this is a big one. I know mm-hmm. so many people that will post a video or a picture and if they don't get enough likes or comments, they'll delete it. I'm like, what? Well, I've done that, but not with pictures. I've done that with statements, things that uh-huh. I know are kind of maybe racy or borderline on the, on like right on the line. And mm-hmm. in about 15 minutes to 30 minutes, if it doesn't get a single like, comment or anything like, yeah, I, I just pull it down because I know that it, it didn't resonate with the people that are probably seeing it. So I, uh, okay. I've, and, and I've done it maybe I could count on one hand. Now, I did a couple of weeks ago, someone that I'm friends with actually reached back out to me and said, hey, can you post that back up? Because that was hilarious. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm it's I'm good. I'm good. It didn't. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, this um, this lady, this Bailey uh, Parnell, she makes the point that we're the product. And when we mm. put something out there and we don't get the social currency, the likes, the comments, the shares that we want, then we take our own selves off the shelf when we delete our posts. And I thought, you know, I'm like you, Joe, I've taken stuff down before. It yeah, I have often, But I've taken stuff down because I kind of know what sort of reaction to expect, you know, and if I don't get that reaction, I'm like, something's wrong. Either this is just like crap content, or maybe I thought it was, you know, more impactful than it really was. I will say that whatever I post like that's business related, get on my personal, like tends to get a lot less reaction than you know pictures of meatball my dog he's Mm -hmm. like he wins every time but yeah i mean you know i think it's fine to delete your posts i mean to me it's just editing like some sometimes you put something out there and you just want to take it back i think that's fine but but i think you do have to have sort of that you know that awareness of you being the product yeah absolutely and i have taken posts down too and it's usually because in my brain i've meant one thing and it maybe hasn't come out quite right and someone else thinks it's something. Oh, I'm a shocker for that. And then I go, oh, that's not what I meant. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> you know, because it, yeah. it's open to so much, you know, other people seeing it in different ways. So I have done that. But I haven't deleted something just because it's only had a couple of likes because, you know, exactly like the person in this video was saying, we're allowing someone else to attribute value to us. And that's Mm -hmm. very disempowering. That is not an empowering place to be. No, that is not. Didn't they turn off likes or something in, or you can't see your like counts in Australia for Instagram? Instagram. Yeah, you can't see the like count. Well, you can click in, you can click in and sort of count yourself and see, but yeah, no, they have not turned it back on. You know what I think is empowering, and I I will give myself credit, I am very good at this, is that I do, I absolutely do not feel the need to engage with everyone that comments on something that I post. Okay. So for for instance, I don't know, like maybe last month or two months ago, I posted a video that took, it was a science video, took place in a lab where they tested the efficacy of masks and whether or not they prevented transmission. It was very scientific study and it proved that they did. And I was like, yeah, the only thing I'm spreading is science. And I shared the video. And for them, I had, you know, a positive response and, you know, a couple people you know, that, I, that I know might have a different political affiliation than I do, which I have zero tolerance of that, not because they have a different political view, but because I don't think the virus should be politicized. But um, mm-hmm. so I got some comments, you know, kind of like, you know, contrary to what I posted. And I didn't feel a need to comment back. Mm. I didn't feel a need to reply. I didn't feel, to me, that I felt that was, <laughs> I feel like that's very, like, not just empowering, but I just think probably a mature approach um, mm-hmm. where I don't feel like I have to, I don't mm-hmm. have to answer you just because you asked me a question or because you contradicted what I post. I don't have to, you don't mm. have to reply. In fact, I can delete your comment if I want to. Like, <laughs> um, I, you know, I don't engage. I don't get. I don't have time to get in arguments on. I do not get in arguments. 
on social media. Mm. You want to argue mm. with me? You, you got to go head to head with me on Zoom. I'm not going to do it on social media. Um, yeah. I don't know. How do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? If people comment on your post, do you feel inclined to reply? I think it depends. Instance that you're talking about, probably not. But generally, mm -hmm. I do reply to everyone on my posts or at least acknowledge that they've interacted with me. I very mm -hmm. much like to treat social media like I am in real person. And I think that that's really important. However, if someone really has a go uh, mm -hmm. and it happened, I posted something earlier this year and it was to do with global warming and the bushfires we're having in Australia. And the post went off and it got really angry and people were not only taking it from the comments, but into my message inbox and abusing me at that point no, that's not okay. I'm an adult. I'm happy to have a debate. I'm happy to be open to hearing what you've got to say. I'm happy to learn. But on the other side of that, I'm also okay to make up my own mind. Like I think that it's the way that we interact. So I'm not into bullying at all. And if someone has put a comment like that, I will not engage further. No, you do not have to engage. Oh, I guess the point is you don't have to engage. You can You can make your own rules on engagement. Um, and whatever it is, whatever rules that that, you know, give you peace of mind and don't get you down. Like I see a lot of friends on social media going head to head with people, comment, 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 comment. And they're like they're debating, they're arguing, they're they have, you know, diabolically opposing views, you know, and I and I'm even just getting sucked in reading it. And I'm like, this is a waste of my time. But I'm like, mm. they actually had to type all of that and mm. like think of all the time they're wasting and they're never going to change each other's mind. It's really hard to like, you know, have a human conversation through, you know, Facebook or social media comments, right? Because it's just a two-dimensional conversation. You, you know, it's so easy to misread the tone or the intention. So there's no body language. Yeah, there's no yeah. body language. So here you are, you're already starting at a difference of opinion. And now you are just engaged in a form of communication that opens up a door for many more layers of misunderstanding. So that's another reason I don't engage in anything that's, you know, controversial or if somebody disagrees with me, I'm not going to engage in those comments because it's just it's too vulnerable to to just blowing up into something that's not productive for anybody. Totally. I mean, my go to is this like just just that's what I post because <laughs> people are just. I don't, I don't know. It, it, it is fucking, I mean, a lot of times I go straight to the comments. I, I have been known to do that before. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, especially ads, right? Like Facebook ads for, for like different companies and stuff. Like when the, when oh the reaction goodness. is not positive and you just oh, see Facebook ads bring down, out like, the not nice people. <laughs> and oh their, their profile picture is usually an animal. It's not normally yeah. a person. It's not a person. No, it's not a person. Uh, it's some uh, picture of something, you know, some piece of art or some piece of some yeah. crawling or an animal or something. Yeah. yeah. We don't get caught with that. Yeah. No. Why don't we hit over to number three here? Number three is FOMO. Now, there, she talked about a stat. And when I say she, da, is it Darnell, Jen? I didn't write um, down her it, name. It's, it's ba Bailey, Bailey Parnell. Bailey Parnell. Bailey. Oh my goodness. And you reckon you're the one that's got an airhead today. Holy <laughs> moly. And then I wrote it down. That's the reason. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bailey. Uh, she said uh, there's a stat saying seven out of 10 students would get rid of their social accounts if it were not for fear of being left out of the loop. And I think that is so sad. <laughs> I remember watching a, a documentary or something talking about this and like there's a thing. It's a literally a thing to take a picture, a group photo of people and then tag everyone but one person in that group. <gasps> really? Yeah, that's, a, that's a thing. And I think it was oh, like a YouTube video I was watching or something on like a Vox thing or something like that. And yeah, that like that's a thing. That's how like deep people want to cut other people. Like oh, they're just like, we're gonna take this big awful. group photo, everyone's happy. And then like I'm gonna go, we're gonna tag every person except that person that we don't like. Oh my goodness. I mean, this is I'm speechless. Right? That is awful. Most no wonder there's so many girls, people with anxiety and depression. Oh my gosh. That I is so that, that's yeah, yeah, I feel so fortunate. I have a, my nieces were teenagers, well, one's in college, one's about to graduate, but they're like so sweet. Like none of this, I didn't hear about any of this with them or I don't, they didn't participate. And 
you know, so that's not my whole experience is two teenagers, right? But I'm so glad that neither of them seem to have gone through that. And they're on social media. And I, I always felt like they conducted themselves beautifully on social media. So I'm so proud of them for that. But what I mean, mean girls, there have been mean girls, you know, forever, right? Like there were mean girls when mm-hmm. I was in high school. I'm sure there were mean girls when you guys were in high school. Mm-hmm. They just have a broader platform to be mean. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So, you know, so I think it's more important than ever that, you know, parents really you know, I mean, they really have to play a role in this, right? And like mm-hmm. knowing what your kids are doing, how they're participating on social media. I I mean, obviously, you know, it's hard for parents to be in all places at once. You know, there's so, so many ways that kids can get on the internet <laughs> and participate in a negative way on social media. So I don't know, I don't know the answer, but, mm. um, you know, I- we've had instances of suicide and this is not like a, this is mm. a serious, you know, there's serious consequences to this. Mm-hmm. I think that this FOMO plays out a bit different. You know, obviously we're talking about business owners and I see this playing out with people posting and mm. oh, I hate, um, this is a bit of a funny topic and I don't want to open it up too much, but people that are constantly posting how much they earn, mm. that's how I see this playing out in business owners and I'm seeing it so much at the moment. People say that I've earned this much this week or, you know, I made this much on off one client or, you know, I've just done a million dollars in four months and it's just constant, all of all of the numbers, all of the time. Mm. Well, I agree. And I I have been keeping this in my mind lately after seeing this meme, but we all have to remember that revenue is vanity, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe you did make that much, but how much did you spend on Facebook ads? You know, like what was your profit? Like what did you actually walk away with? So I get it. I don't like that whole like, you know, let's just, let's put this number out there to make us look, you know, successful. And then, you know, maybe there's that other person that's like, oh my God, like I, I struggled to make, you know, three grand this month. Um, yeah, that's a good example of phone yeah. exam. Yeah. You've got something brewing there, Joe. Why don't you share with us what's <laughs> yeah. brewing? Yeah. <laughs> the opposite, right? Well, I, two, well, two things, right? So you're, um, you know, we talked about it. It's the highlight reels, right? So if you're, uh-huh. I mean, yeah, if the only thing you're posting is about how successful business is going and things like that, then that's probably going to turn a lot of people off. But I mean, I, I don't know. I But there's just some people that that's what their whole thing is about, right? Like they're mm-hmm. they're gearing their whole thing. And it's a form of, not really necessarily gloating, but like, hey, I could do this for you, you know, and and that's the whole coaching world thing that we kind of went down the rabbit hole of a couple of weeks ago. So if you mm, didn't listen to mm. the entrepreneur episode, you should totally go and do that. You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm a little less angry about that or not angry, hmm. but just like side eye about it, just because I feel like there's a sense of probably doing it for a making them feel self feel better hopefully encouraging using it to encourage other people inspiring other people to like oh man like i need to Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. go and do it and if that that, you know if that jamo could do it why can't i do it right yeah Uh, yeah you know and then the, the other sense of like diving deeper into the fear of missing out part i wish i could kind of step away from facebook like there was times when i was younger probably about eight you know eight years ago or so that i removed the facebook app from my phone like anytime i wasn't like it's funny i would take it off when i wasn't on vacation but i would put it on when i was on vacation so i wouldn't have to bring my lap now remember like this is you're talking like 2010 11 12 so it was like it's a bit of a different world then mm-hmm. um you know i would put it on there so that i could share what we you know what was going on while we were away but when i wasn't there you know i would take it off so i'm not sitting there like endlessly scrolling and and like oh i'm at a stoplight let me just pull my phone out and mm-hmm. see what's going on like you know, things like that. So, yeah, it, well, it's one of the reasons why when I go running, now, I don't take my phone because I'm mm. too, I'm, I'm like too itching to just pull out my phone. Like, okay, I'm not running at the moment. Let me pull my phone out. And now I find myself walking slower. Joe's looking for that dopamine hit. Yeah. So, you know, and it's convenient to have the watch. At least the watch is giving me any notifications of like messages coming through, but and communications, but not like, you know, all the other stuff. Like I don't have, what about you? I turned off notifications. So no social media gives me notifications on my phone. Yeah, I don't have any notifications at all. Yeah, yeah. Too distracting. Yeah, I've got got too much, I got shit to do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But let let me just say about that money thing, Joe, I agree with you and 
I do talk about it occasionally in a way to help other people know that this is a possibility for you. I'm talking about the people and I found this person yesterday where every single post was about how much she earned. Not her clients, not how much she was helping people, but I'm so amazing, I earned this much and it just left such a sour taste in my mouth. Mm. Every single post. Somebody's going to say, oh, well, I want to be Yeah, it's going to attract the people that give her money so she can keep posting that. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Let's not go down that rubber hole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I I think there's a risk of like just making it seem like it's so easy. mm -hmm. Yeah, like. You know, just by, oh, I made, you know, 25000 this month. I mean, just by saying it like that is just, I, I think it automatically just seems like, oh, it's like she snapped her fingers and made that money. And I think that's another, you know, dangerous rabbit hole to, to go Absolutely. down. But yeah. Absolutely. Darn um, FOMO. Totally. So that was number three. And the fourth one is online harassment. And... of adults have experienced online harassment. I would actually suggest that it's probably more than 40% now. Uh, And she's saying 73% have witnessed it. And I would say that that is definitely higher too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet you're right. Yeah. But who's who's experienced online harassment? I have, you know. So you had to? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Share your story, Joe. Uh, yeah. So I, I gave a talk. It was at a word camp. It was at the United Nations back in 2016, 2017, something like that. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, I gave a talk on podcasting. At the end, there was a lady who had a whole whole lot of questions related to, to transcribing podcasts and how they need to be transcribed for, you know, people who are deaf. And, you know, I tried my best to like, okay, you know, transcribing can be expensive. Transcribing can be very time consuming. And she just kept, kept coming like every, like back, 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 back. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, you know, all right, like I, I don't have all the answers, right? Like, you know, to me, I, I feel like we, we as, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go all down that rabbit hole. But anyway, what happened, what I didn't know what was going on while I was standing out front of a whole bunch of people, like trying to hold it together, which people afterwards came up to me and said, you did a great job there. <laughs> Congratulations holding your ground there. There was a whole Twitter storm brewing uh, <gasps> that started that day and went for the next three full days. In fact, one of those days I went to visit Aweber. Tom Tate was working there at the time as one of the marketing people. And, you know, it, it was I didn't even want to, like, go online at all. Like, it was just an endless supply of people because I was being told that I hate deaf people and, and all this oh, ridiculous wow. nonsense. And yeah, so, so all this, and then it turned out, like, cause I, well, I won't go there either, but it turned out after the fact that the reason that she was so hard on it is because she owned a transcription company. And I mean, she was uh. deaf as well, but she owned a <laughs> transcription company. Yeah. So it, it, like three days of really feeling terrible about myself and th- like not being able to look at my phone, you know, because at the time I think I did have Twitter uh, notification for replies or ats just so if somebody interacts, I I see that. But yeah, it was it was not good. I could no, see why tough. like if yeah. And if it didn't stop, <laughs> like, it, it, you know, yeah, it was very it was very difficult. And I do not envy anybody that's in that position. Yeah, no, that's pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah, that is tough. So how did you handle it? Did you reply to these tweets or did you just like... I think I replied to... ignore them, let them write out. Them, but I realized after maybe like my fourth or fifth reply that this wasn't this wasn't going to go away and I just ended up deleting all my replies because they were just like... Every time I said something, they were like, well, you don't know what you're talking about and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, how about... I, I think at one point I said like, please like you know educate me send me some documentary or something and and, or something so i can understand better i apologize that i'm not well versed in something that i have not come in much contact with in my life so yeah that's 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 also so i deleted those replies and then just left you know ended up blocking those people but like i said even the people i blocked there was more people just standing right behind them because it's twitter right it's anonymous and i think that's that's kind of like the difference yeah Right. Between like a Facebook, which can still be anonymous if people really want to live their life like that. But 
you know, versus Twitter, like oh, I have 20, you know, Twitter accounts, you know, I'll just pull up another one and, and, mm. and start going at you there. The keyboard warriors. Yeah. They can yeah. be nasty. They can yeah. be nasty. It's a good point, Joe. Yeah. I bet if you had all of those people, you know, on a Zoom, like face to face, the discussion would have probably have been more productive, probably not as, you know, volatile. Yeah, I think it's the that anonymity brings out the worst in people sometimes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just, uh, yeah, it's uh, like they, and the thing is like they, they kind of, they try to vilify you in a way that's like, yeah. you know, three days ago, I didn't know anything about I didn't know anything about this and this did not even register as a thing in my mind other than like, hey, like the way, you know, the way I saw it back then was like, we should lean into like Google. We should lean into Facebook to get better transcription, uh, you know, mm -hmm. auto transcription, like make that better. And of course, her answer was, no, that's not. No, we shouldn't do that. You should pay for transcription. But of course, at the time, I didn't know uh -huh. she had a yeah. transcription uh -huh. service. That yeah. She yeah. I'm like, what in what planet arguing with somebody on stage makes sense? I don't. Mm. Everyone has an angle. Everyone has an Absolutely. angle. Absolutely. Absolutely. What about, what about you, Sam? What was your you said you had some some bad experiences as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I it just nothing as huge as Joe's, but it does happen every now and again where someone just like really comes at you. And I can't think, well, apart from the bushfire post I was talking about just earlier, I can't think of, you know, anything off the top of my head, but you know, it, it has happened and it can actually really send you a bit wobbly for a few days. You know, you can really mm -hmm. doubt yourself and really pull back and, you know, if, I can't think of a post, but I can remember the feeling of just like, I just want to go and put the doona over my head and pretend the whole world's not there. You know, it can be not nice at all. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has an opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and a keyboard <laughs> ready to go. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I think that really the reason that we were talking and or that Bailey's even talking about these four stresses is being aware of them. These things are going to happen, mm -hmm. but be aware and be aware how they affect us and the way we act rather than, you know, get caught down them, you know, because technology can magnify problems social media can magnify these problems however and i know we can't even move into this because we've sort of spoken about this topic for a long time but social media also can really change and magnify the impact that we can make in the world and it's about being aware how we're interacting with the mediums and yeah i think that social media is fantastic it's how I've met you guys. I, you yeah. know, if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't have met either of you. And so I've met amazing people all over the world because of it. So I choose to use it to meet new people and really magnify the impact that I'm here to make. I love it. I like social media as well. I mean, I've had many more positive experiences through social media, just like you, Sam. I'm glad it's here. It's just such a great way to connect, interact, educate share passions. Again, I think it's the way you use it, how you choose to engage with it. And if you realize the amount of control that you have over your own social media, everything from like who you follow, who you allow to follow you, what you choose in your in your newsfeed, what you interact with. I mean, you're actually training these social media platforms. So mm -hmm. if you interact with, you know, content that stresses you out, you know, you're going to see more of that type of content. So, you know, train the social media platform to, you know, bring you more, you know, kitten videos. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And you don't have to, you know, you don't have to engage with everyone just because they disagree with you doesn't mean you have to engage. I think there's, you know, we all want engagement, but keep it positive, you know, keep, keep it positive because if you go down that negative rabbit hole, you just end up feeling icky and you know, you're probably arguing with somebody that just you would never choose to be friends with in real life. Exactly. And who doesn't actually care? So yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. Uh, so I think the last thing I would like to bring up is, is like, how do each of us balance our personal use of social media versus our business side of social media? Cause I think that kind of ties this whole thing, you know, up here. And cause like, I, like I was saying, I would love to get Facebook off of my phone, but then, but then I think like, 
there's times where like I'm standing in line for something or like, like, oh man, I wish I could just like easily. So then I take it off my phone and then I'm pulling up like Safari to like pull it up in mobile Safari, you know, and it just doesn't mm, look mm, very good. Mm. It doesn't load very fast. It's not great. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh man, I got to download the app and then like log back in and do the two factor, you know, this whole rigmarole, like, like how, um, I think one of the ways that I've looked at doing it, though, of getting it off is maybe moving to a different platform that I could like, like write on Instagram, right? Like post pic, like, cause I mostly want to post pictures and then have it co-post to Facebook and co-post the, to Twitter. So then they're like, okay, I don't have to have Facebook on my phone. I don't have to have Twitter on my phone. I'll just, I'm just going to put it out there, right? Like I'll just put it and. And also say like Twitter, man, Twitter is tough. Like I could see why people don't want to be on Twitter at all. Like I wish I could not have a Twitter account at all. Like, cause it's terrible. If I have PewDiePie, who is, who I've mentioned on the show before has 106 million, you know, YouTube subscribers and all, and has got out of Twitter. He deleted his Twitter and is not going back. He, he's like, mm. I'm, I'm just done with that place. Cause it's just, everybody wants to cancel everything. Everybody has an opinion and it, it's just not great. It's just, not, it's very toxic. I think Facebook is a little more of a closed loop of, you know, mostly your friends. I mean, you could do that on Twitter too, but you kind of, I don't, I don't, I feel like you're kind of missing the boat a little bit if you're, if you do that. So, you know, from a business standpoint, like I, I don't know, I just hate having it on my phone, but I don't have much of a choice because it makes life easier than having to go to my laptop or go to my computer or go to my iPad and do things from there. What's, well, first of all, I that? think we all have a choice. We can do whatever we like. That's right. We, we do. We do. We do. I'm going to stand by that right. one. <laughs> I won't back down from that one. <laughs> you can delete Twitter as soon as you get off this podcast, Exactly. Joe, exactly. The world will still rotate on its axis and the sun uh-huh. will still rise in the morning. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I do have it on my phone because it is easier if I'm on the fly. But I don't open it up every two seconds. And the other thing I want to say is if everyone in the world just went onto some sort of platform and posted their stuff and there was no interaction, then what would be the use of social media? I mean, I do get on people when they like, like they don't interact with the comments. I'm not going to name names, but I know some people that like they'll post something. They'll get tons of comments, tons of likes. Then they no interaction back, no comments back. I know no someone anything. like it and I stopped interacting on their posts because I'm like, yep. it's all about you. You're just shouting. You're just making a noise. And I'm not willing to interact with that. That's not how I use social media. So that's, yeah. you know, I'm fair. all about that. Yeah. That is fair. Yeah. I don't know about balance. I guess I just don't feel as beholden to the social media. Like, you know, I'll go weeks without posting on my personal because I do like, I don't want it to drive my existence. Um, I want to, you know, live life, interact with my friends and family, um, authentic, like that always takes priority, I think, than, than posting on social media personally. Business, you know, I do it for business reasons, but I can get help with that. I don't have to be the one, you know, doing every single, you know, post creation and content creation. So I guess that's how I balance it. I just don't feel like I have to be there every single second of every single day. It's not like I don't, you know, check in like multiple times a day, but I don't, you know, I don't want to like check out of real life in order to yeah. like be on social media. I just don't feel that. Don't feel the need, need for it to rule your world. Feel the need. Yes. I guess that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Mm. Not very well, but yes. No, you would do it just fine. <laughs> on. Thank you for summing it up for me very well. Uh, awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. I think yeah. It's, it's a big topic. It's a huge topic. Oh, Felix look at says, Felix. I, yeah. I yeah. Wow. That must be incredible. And pay attention, but it's not my priority to post all and all gets to post and all gets posted. Yeah. Did I read that right? I, felt like I don't I know. I'm not quite. Okay. Okay, well, I'm not alone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, it, there's a lot to it, and I think being, well, uh, uh, Jen, I actually, I wanted to ask you this because you used to run Social Media Rescue, right? And how, mm-hmm, yeah. how, how many clients did you run into that like you had to like completely restructure how they were going about posting things? Because, I mean, I, I like, I, I know at least one company that was like, oh, we're going to create a Facebook page and they create a personal profile. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, like the, a lot of it know, was so like, much like clean, cleaning it up. Like it was not unusual for a client to come and, and like 
they had four or five like Facebook page, like business profiles. One they started, didn't wow. know what they were doing, then started another one, could remember the password, <laughs> started another one. And so just cleaning that mess up. But a lot of them weren't doing anything. You know, so they would come to my agency because nothing was happening. They didn't understand social media and they didn't want to learn. So, but they knew it was important. So that was our typical client mm. at the time. So they just didn't want to, they didn't want to touch it. Because a lot of these were business owners. You know, I would say the majority of the clients were over 40. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, you know what, just do it for me. I know it's important, but I don't want to spend my day posting on social media. I have no idea what to say anyway. Mm. That was like a conversation all the time. So I don't think you have that problem, Joe. I think you. Oh, oh no. I'm, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. Oh, there we go. I think I was because both of you okay. dropped out at once. So either you both dropped out or I dropped you, out. You froze. I, I was froze. like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you froze. So, so anyway, any, any last thoughts that anybody wants to share before we uh, move to who's getting Jen's lunch money this week? No, I think I, I, I've made my point. I think that social media is definitely about impact. Use it in a good way. Understand how it changes your perception because it can. It can really alter your reality. But be aware of it. Yeah. Just be nice out there, people. Be nice. Yeah. Mm, Good. Just that. Just that. Or you know, keep in mind you're always you're talking to other people, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's it, yeah. like you're not like you're not talking to the glass and metal sitting in front of you. You're talking to a person. Mm. So like pretend like you aren't standing, you know, uh, two thousand miles away from them. Mm-hmm. Also, pet peeve time. I don't care how many people you unfriended. And you don't need to tell us either that we're lucky because we got saved. (laughs) Don't really care. There we go. That's my my grind my ears. That's my grind my ears. That's when I'm normally like, oh, I'll just unfriend you now, make it easier for everyone. I know. I'm always like, I, I, bar- I barely know you. Why am I still? Why did you keep me? Like, we- exactly. Oh my goodness. Well, maybe exactly. because they're watching you, right? They see what you post, and they're like, "I love meatball. I'm gonna keep. You know, I want to keep meatball in my life." I don't know. Like, do I they like- really go through and like look at every single person and like? I mean, who has time I mean, for that? Po- if they made a post about it, I mean, I know I've gone through and gotten rid of anybody who their their profile is shut down. Like they shut their mm-hmm. profile down. Yeah, I do so, that. So like they just often. become like a blank face, right? Because you mm-hmm. want right. to clean up. And, and yeah, I've, yeah. I've made, you know, 80, 120, you know, on friends yeah. because of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even yeah. know who they were because their profile is deactivated. Yeah, yeah. So. I know. Yeah. I know a lot of people will delete people that, you know, like, you know, who, who you know, are voting for the opposite person that they're voting for and they'll delete them. But I kind of liked, I like to know what the other side is thinking. So I keep them on. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I will snooze those people after a while though, depending on what kind yeah, of, sometimes crazy, it's uh-huh. you know, how far exactly. off the deep end they're going. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we're yes. seeing their stuff all the time. Like every, you know, every couple of posts is like another thing that they post. And I'm just like, all right, like that's enough. Yeah. You have to look after your mental health. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, Our absolutely. responsibility. Totally. It is. It is. And it's Jen's responsibility to tell us who she's yeah. giving her lunch money to this week. Okay. Well, I was, I knew I had to come up with something. So I was looking at like where I was, you know, spending my lunch money. And I realized that uh, Thor and I just enlisted this service called Hungry Harvest. And it's like a CSA. You get fruits and vegetables delivered to your home weekly. And these are supposedly the like kind of imperfect fruits and vegetables that would normally just go to waste because they don't meet like some, you know, the the standards set by grocery stores, commercial grocery stores, but it's all perfectly good. And actually I haven't been able to find anything that was like, doesn't look like I would expect it to look, everything looks great. It's all organic. And the reason I love it is because it ensures that I'm eating my fruits and vegetables because I'm not the greatest about doing that or keeping it stocked. And anyway, it was just as as a means to eat healthier and to challenge myself to try different vegetables and to really 
sort of increase the variety of whole foods that I'm eating. And it's really helped because you have to eat it because you paid for it. You don't want to go to waste. So there's, you know, we've been cooking more and trying more recipes and I'm definitely eating more fruits and vegetables than I was. So it's, it's been completely worth the, you know, fairly modest investment to have, to have it delivered to the door. And so convenient. It comes every Friday and it's been great. I just, I love it so much. um, There are several of these, you know, services like Hungry Harvest. I just happened to use Hungry Harvest, had good reviews and I liked sort of what they had to offer. So I love this, Jen. I love this. I love love this because fruit and vegetables have been, supermarkets and grocery stores have dictated what a fruit and vegetable looks like and it's not the case. Like they're a natural thing. They change in nature. They change yes. size and and we've been led to believe that there's something wrong with them where in actual fact there's nothing wrong with them at all. And so I think like the biggest landfill is food waste. I'm pretty sure. So this wow. this is That's this is so good. I know, right? So we're saving all these little fruit and vegetables that's been cared for by the farmers. I love it. Yeah, yeah and eating healthier. So Anyway, I love it. And you all know, I I hate going into stores. I hated going into stores before the pandemic. And now it's even, you know, more of an issue. So anything that I can get delivered, you know, to the house is just, it's just something that, you know, I talk a lot about delegating because I have, you know, a virtual assistant agency, but I believe in delegation in every aspect of your life, you know, delegate as much as you can Uh afford to delegate. So this is something that I'm delegating, right? I'm delegating this like, (laughs) the shopping for fruits and vegetables. It's just, I don't have to worry about it. It Just now comes to my door. I don't have to worry about, you know, going to a grocery store or ordering from Amazon or or Whole Foods and, you know, making sure, you know, I'm just settling for whatever they have in stock or what's on sale. So this is just, it's saving me time. And, you know, I want to eat healthier. I want to be a healthier person. So it's doing double duty as far as I'm concerned. I love it. And I don't think it's any more expensive. I don't, from what I can tell. Yeah. It took oh, my lunch money. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, Thank that's you. great. Thank you. Yeah, that is awesome. So yeah. you get to customize what you're going to get? You can. I haven't done much customizing, but I think you can go in and you can see what's coming and you can like take something out and like ask for more of like, I don't want grapes, but give me more apples. Like you can do that sort of thing. Mm. Mm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, this this has been a great episode of the Business Geeks podcast. It's way longer than, than our last mm. couple of episodes at 56 minutes, oh but that's okay. It's as long as it needs to be, and that is the important part, right? Baked to perfection. <laughs> I... Uh, <laughs> If you've enjoyed this episode of the Business Geeks podcast, please feel free to share it with the Business Geek in your life. Send us your questions and suggestions to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com. Catch us next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and Tuesday, 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Time. Everybody, have a great week.